In scripture, Jesus tells us that he is the vine and we are the branches. In today's culture, what does this look like? Join two friends, Darby and Jessica, as they discuss the call to action in this verse to abide in Christ, while navigating the issues surrounding Christianity today. Welcome back to The Vine. You are just about to jump into part two of the conversation on after conversion, what now? So without further ado, let's just dive back in. But I think it is probably worth saying that the most important prayer that you can offer God is just asking for help. And my biggest thing is when I know that I can't do something. And when I know that I'm not good at asking for help, I just say, hey, like, can you just, can you just put yourself in me so I can be better about being disciplined, so I can do these things, so I can develop better habits? Because I know I'm sinful, you know, I go by my flesh. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. I don't want to read my Bible right now. I don't want to study. I don't want to pray. I'm feeling discouraged. And it's very easy to go that way. And even in the parable, it talks about those that hear the word and they are thrown among the thorns as seeds and the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word and it proves unfruitful. Yeah. And that's what that does. It kind of just seeps in, it permeates everything and you allow it to take over your life. And the most important prayer you're ever going to prayer, pray, can't talk, mm-hmm. is to ask God to just take over because yeah. you know that you can't do it. Yeah. It is kind of a weird little, I guess, dance is the right word. There are people out there that say it's all you, God, and then when you ask God, he helps you. And there are other people that say it's all God and, you know, he's sovereign and he's making you do it. Um, and... I'm not going to argue about any of those things because you've got one camp that's Calvinism and another that's Arminian and I'm not even going to, I'm not going to do it. But (laughs) what I will say is prayer is the most effective thing that you can ever do in your entire life more than anything else. I mean, being in the word is obviously the most important thing too, but when you bring your, your prayers to God, he hears them. He may not always answer them, and the way that you want him to or the way that you expect him to. And believe me, you think you have great understanding, you don't. Two years later, you'll look back and you'll see why he did what he did. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that he was working when you thought he wasn't. Totally. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've seen him work behind the scenes in my life. Yeah. And one thing that has brought me back to him over and over again when I feel like I do now, and that's why we decided to do a podcast on this episode um, on this, this topic, because I was talking to Darby yesterday about how I've just been feeling really empty lately and I haven't been really feeling God and it really bothers me. And it is so tempting to fall away from the faith when you think it's not there anymore. It is. You also start to think there's something wrong with yourself. It's like, what if I'm not really saved? Mm -hmm. You know, like, and that is the worst thing to go through as a believer is be like, what if I'm not really saved? Like, who wants to sit around stressing out about that? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to stress out about whether or not Jesus has actually, like, has saved them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the only thing that I could say is you have to constantly 
be in communication with the Lord on that. He is not going to abandon you. If you're praying to him with your heart, wanting to be saved, wanting a relationship with him, he will never turn his back on you. He never will. Um, But there is something to be said for moving forward in your life, trying to earnestly make those changes. Right. And it is a combination of you, but it's also the Holy Spirit working in you. Right. Well, uh, uh, many times, um, I think this kind of plays, it kind of goes back to what you were saying before about um, asking God to help you when you don't really feel like doing something. But Mm -hmm. I think it also plays into um, what you're talking about now, about moving forward. Um, there are many times when I'm like, Lord, I don't really want to do this, but I know it's what you're calling me to do. I know, or I know it's the right thing to do. And so you're going to have to help me do it. You're going to have to either whatever I need at that moment, enable me, um, give me the strength, uh, give me the stamina, (laughs) um, not necessarily give me the desire Um, that's usually not what I pray for, although you totally could. Mm -hmm. Um, but usually I just pray for, um, the confidence or the, um, just the ability like to, um, a lot of, like I'm thinking about late at night when I don't want to read my Bible and I haven't read it that day and I really just want to put my head on the pillow and go to sleep because (laughs) I think that that's what will be better for me. I just need sleep. (laughs) But really God is, the word is the bread of life. And, um, so I know it will be so much more beneficial to my spirit and my soul. And if I read my Bible, so I'm like, Oh Lord, you know, please like, I know I should read my Bible. Please give me the um, make me alert and to be able to read my Bible. Something as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And um, those are the things, those small little steps are what are going to propel you forward in your faith and really make it strong um, because you, you're you constantly laying more layers upon that foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think also, like, yes, we have to propel forward and we also need to remember, as I said before, our foundation, our roots, what our, what we're rooted in. And, um, like when you were saying, am I really saved? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and we do. We have those questions that come up when we are really shaken and we really feel like, oh man, like what is going, okay, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah 43 verse 18 through 19 talks about forgetting the past. Um, when we become a Christian, we forget the past and God is doing a new thing in our life. Yep. And, um, reminding ourselves of that. No, I am not that old person. I remember what it felt like to be saved. It was by the power of the Holy spirit and God is doing a new thing. I am new creation in Christ and God is doing a new thing in my life. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of like revs you up. It gives a boost to your spirit. It reminds you of the truth of the gospel and the truth of what, who Christ is and what he does when we are saved. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it re-establishes re, um, ourselves yes. in our faith. Yeah. And I think that that is just so crucial, so crucial, especially as new Christians mm-hmm. that don't really have a solid foundation because it takes time to build that. It does take time. I actually, when I think of people who weren't brought up the same way that I was, I am like so sad because... Even with my upbringing, I have these struggles, right? Like, God's pretty much been present in my life from day one. My parents are Christians. Mm -hmm. I was raised with um, Christian grandparents. I went to Bible camp every summer. (laughs) 
as a kid until I was like 15. And um, I think I said the sinner's prayer in the kitchen with my grandma when I was seven. And I was baptized by my grandfather when I was 11. So I have that foundation. And even somebody like myself is subject to these doubts and fears that maybe all of this is just fake. All of this isn't really real. I'm not really feeling it. Um, and I recently did have a conversation with a very good friend of mine who is not a believer that shook me up a little bit. And it always bothers me when I have friends that are not believers that I really love dearly. And it makes me look at what it is that I'm believing in. And the one thing that I can say is what's been helpful for me is to remember. And the Bible says to remember. It says remember over a hundred times in the Bible in different circumstances. But I think it's important to remember the times that God has shown up in your life. Mm -hmm. There have been some really powerful moments in my life where God has made himself known. And I remember it very vividly. I remember the first time back to when I was like five years old and I was laying in the backseat of my parents' car. Like I remember looking up at the sky and feeling it. And I knew as a kid what that was. When you're a kid, you don't, you know, you don't have the same filters on your life the way that adults do. You're, when you're a kid, you're very open. You know, you're very aware of what it is that you're encountering. As an adult, you tend to blow those things off or use drugs to alter your state of consciousness. But, um, I think back to that very first encounter with God where I felt him with me and I knew that he was my father. And throughout my life where he has shown up over and over again, I mean, I can't even, I've lost count of the times. And especially the most recent times in my adult life where it was, there was no other possible explanation other than the fact that he was there. There just, there wasn't. So the hardest times in my life, I've had to go back to those moments and think, okay, these were real, they happened. And I remember mm -hmm. what it felt like mm -hmm. to be cradled mm -hmm. in him, mm -hmm. you know, held and peaceful. I mean, I think I told you, did I tell you about that time I went down to Baltimore and I didn't know what I was doing? I don't think so. Oh, good grief. Okay. I went down there for, <laughs> I went down there for an Edgar Allan Poe festival because you know oh, that I'm very, yes, yeah. I'm sort of morbid and weird. <laughs> um, I went down there with a good friend of mine. And it is a very dangerous city. And we didn't really think about it before we went. And we were walking into literally a very bad pocket of Baltimore. And she was very scared. And I remember looking around being like, and ordinarily I would be scared. Like, I'm very anxious. You know I am. I'm always like, this is bad. We need to leave. <laughs> but we were there and I was like, I was just worried about my car being broken into. I wasn't worried about my personal physical safety. safety yeah and I remember walking with her and she was freaked out and I and she was like ah, I don't feel safe and we only stayed at the festival for like I think 15 minutes or something um and then we left but I felt safe and I knew then that was the Lord telling me that he was there mm -hmm. because I mean realistically that is a situation where we could have gotten hurt mm -hmm. in some capacity it was not a safe place to be mm -hmm. and we were very stupid going into it mm -hmm. I mean I was not 
thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I told my dad later, he was so mad. Mm-hmm. He was like, you did what? Mm-hmm. You went into Baltimore? That is a dangerous city. And I was like, sorry. I thought the festival would be fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm stupid. <laughs> but um, thankfully for me, the Lord was with us that day. Mm-hmm. And he is with us always. And that's the point of this, is that we don't always feel it. It doesn't mean he's not there. And so to be taken away by those feelings in the moment and think that, okay, well, this is all just a fallacy and I should move on and whatever else, it's it's being taken away too quickly by your emotions on something. You cannot let your feelings necessarily dictate Mm -hmm. your faith Mm -hmm. because you are subject to everything around you that stimulates you the sensors of the world, your, your relationships, your job, your children, everything that you have going on is having an effect on you daily. And it's always going to cut through and interrupt God, mm-hmm. what you have going with God, that communion with God, mm-hmm. fellowship with other believers. It will always interrupt those things. You have to have a firm, solid understanding that things aren't always going to be rosy, you know, and being a Christian having joy doesn't always look like being happy. Right. Joy and happiness are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Happiness is being pleased with your current set of circumstances. Joy is something you have regardless of circumstances, right. regardless of what your life looks like, regardless of how much money you make or whether your child is in the hospital or you're suffering from some sort of disease that you can't get mm-hmm. any medical help for it that is what it is to have joy and joy and paul said that too he was able to be content in all things Mm -hmm. and that is something that i think is truly something to marvel at actually and something i would love to just strive for because i mean he really had it um can't say i would be the same way if i was in jail you know like yeah being beaten and flogged and you know not getting really fed at all yeah and not surrounded bear in mind not surrounded by his support system right he didn't have the other believers with him he was all alone with people who didn't believe in christ and he wasn't getting food he was being beaten he probably wasn't sleeping well and that really is when you are being sustained by the holy spirit there are times in your life where you're going to be sustained by the holy spirit and if you don't have if you're not going to that source then um you're going to be pretty low um, and you're probably going to fall away from the Lord because you're not, you're not, that, that is really, it's our source. It's our source. It really is. It provides things that we, we can't on our own when we're weak, like he is strong. That's, mm-hmm. there's just nothing, no truer statement than, um, that for that situation you have to rely on. So many times I've, I have been sustained by the Holy Spirit when I am like in emotional despair. Mm-hmm. So have I. Yeah. So and, and you know, praying for it is it's actually kind of rewarding because you pray and then you see it happen. Yeah. And it is miraculous. And sometimes it's not um sometimes you don't even really have to I mean it is kind of like praying because it's just talking to God. Mm-hmm. Um but sometimes it's just reciting verses and saying, okay, Lord, this is the truth. This is in your word. And I know this is to be true. So let it be, let it be evident in my life. Let it take hold in my life. Yeah. And, um, 
There's a cat. <laughs> the Bible says that um, his word will not return void. So when you start reciting um, the truth, which is the Bible, then um, things are going to happen for you. It might be subtle, might not be like big, big moves, but you're going to feel a difference. Yes. I think even C.S. Lewis says, it says what a difference like a year makes. Like every day seems the same, but then you look back suddenly and everything is so different a year later. Mm -hmm. And that's truly what it is like to journey as a Christian. It doesn't seem like anything's happening. And sometimes you'll be frustrated with yourself. You'll think, I'm not changing. I'm still really awful in traffic like myself. (laughs) Um, And oftentimes, like, and my experience has personally been the things I really thought he was going to convict me on right away, he has left alone. And he has chosen to convict me on plenty of other things that I did not know were issues. And I was like, oh, okay, I thought you were just going to stop me from swearing. (laughs) But it's been this whole other thing. Yes, but the thing is, is that if you think he's going to convict you on something, you already know it's probably a problem. It's something that you should work on, even Mm -hmm. though you don't really feel the urge to do it immediately. But you, you already know. Like, so you already he's know. He's like, well, you know that. Let me bring this ahead that you don't have never thought Even of yet. thought about. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, oh, as a new Christian, a really something I would do so often, and I do still even now, um, but whatever struggle I was going through, um, I would look in the back of the Bible at the concordance, and I would look up, um, like, you know, hope, or um, money or um, uh, anxiety or I would look for key words of what I was going through and I would find verses mm-hmm. that were that spoke about that or passages of the Bible that um, talked about a similar situation or something and um, that w- and then I would I would speak that out loud like I would say okay this is what you say <laughs> And that, that helped me to grow. That helped me to, not only did God move in my life because I was speaking his truth, speaking his word, but also it helped me to grow as a Christian to, to, um, uh, to have a more solid foundation and to just grow deeper in my faith and mm-hmm. my walk with God and um, be able to uh, not be shaken so easily. Yes. And I just want to say, too, that life looks a lot different from being a believer knowing who God is and what he can do for you and the transformation he makes in your life what it's like to have him actively involved in your life versus just knowing that God exists and right. believing that he exists and right. and Darby has been a pretty big inspiration to me as far as living that way because when she's had some really big decisions in her life to make that I you know wasn't always aware of she would she would fast and pray and until she received word from God on exactly what it was that he wanted her to do. And that's something I think people take for granted, that you have him there to guide you through these things. They often think that, like, okay, well, I'm going to take this job because it pays more money and it's closer or whatever. But, like, they don't consult God on it at all. And then later on they end up miserable. And it's not really where he wanted you to go. Right. And fasting and praying, it is just fasting is a, is a tool to use um, to take away a distraction or to take away something that will help you remember to pray. Yeah. So I've fasted a bunch of different things. I've fasted food. I've fasted TV. I've fasted Facebook. 
Um, I don't know if there's anything else that I've found. The Facebook but. one I actually found really interesting because she was like, yeah, every time I would normally be getting on Facebook, instead I pray about what to do about this situation. And I was like, yeah. Man, and that's, why am I not doing this? That's what it is. That's 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 what it is. It's a reminder. It's a reminder to pray. And when you pray, things happen. Like God, um, not only moves, but He speaks. And again, it's, as Jessica said, it's not always what you would expect. Expect it's not always you know um, very clear or audible. But He opens doors or closes doors and that is also God speaking to you and saying okay this is the path I want you to take or the direction or um, this is what I have for you Mm -hmm. and or what I don't have for you and um, I've even told I've even suggested to people whenever you go to the bathroom pray as soon as you sit down on that pot yeah (laughs) start praying it's a good time to pray it's just something to remind you um, to pray because prayer is so powerful. It's do not underestimate it. I would pray, thanks, thank God, you know, oh, thank you for that parking spot. Thank you that I made it through that life. Yeah. <laughs> thank you that that cop didn't pull me over. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, just random things that seem silly and inconsequential. They actually matter. It, they do matter, and really what it's doing is it's getting you in the habit and the discipline of praying, and praying. prayer is so, so, so vital to your faith. It cultivates, I think, uh, an awareness of gratitude, too. Right. I think, because um, I can't... I mean, there have been plenty of times where I've been, like, afterwards I've said thank you for things, and I've been like, yeah, you should be thinking for a lot more mm-hmm. than this. I think, especially on this vacation, mm-hmm. there were a couple things I prayed for and ended up going out the way I'd, I'd prayed for. Yeah. And I was super happy, and I thank God for that afterwards, because these are small things, but they make our lives easier. Mm-hmm. And it's really, like, even a good hair day. Pray yeah. for that a lot, and yeah. every time I pray for it, I get it. Yeah. You know, like that one day we went hiking and you were like, your hair looks really good today. I said, yeah, "Yeah, I pray for it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like. (laughs) Well, and I think it's important too. The Bible talks about seeking God through prayer and thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people are only um, praying for things that they want. They're not thanking God for the things that he's doing in their life. It's important to have both. Yeah. Um, sometimes people remember to thank God for all of these wonderful things that happen, but they don't remember to pray for the things that they want to happen. And um, so it's important to have both. So that kind of knocks off two of the tips that we had, how to involve God um, and build a foundation after uh, real life hits <laughs> yeah. when you come down from that it spiritual It comes down to consistency, really. Yeah. So prayer, fasting. Um, another one that we've touched on a lot already is the Bible. Mm-hmm. Get in the Word. Start reading your Bible. It's so important. It don't be overwhelmed by how big it is. Just read a couple verses a day or um, a chapter a day. That's actually what I do. I read chapter a chapter a day, a day unless yeah. I feel led to, to read more um, or to read you know, a um, different part of uh, a different book than I'm reading at the time or something. Um, and there are so many Bible guides. reading plans out yeah. there. Like there's a discipleship reading plan, which is really good, and it gets you into four different books of the Bible every day. It takes maybe 30 minutes to read through. Yeah. It's yeah. like a chap, two chapters from the Old Testament and two from the New Testament yeah. every day. Yeah. You don't have to, you, you do not have to understand what you're reading. If you have a question about it, you can start looking at different Commentary. Resources. Yeah. And I suggest look up multiple ones because everybody has their own take. Yep. 
on what something means and how it pertains, you know, and they also have their own experiences, how it pertains to their life. Um, the Bible says that the, the word of God is the living word of God. And so it is going to be, it's not ever going to contradict itself, but you are going to get different things from it than somebody else would. Um, and you'll get something different in, in the same passage over and over sometimes. Like I get that right. a lot. Right. Um, but it really is, it, when you read the word, you don't have to memorize it for it to be deeply rooted within you. Um, but you do need to get in it and start reading it. And the last tip that we have is fellowship. Mm-hmm. Start talking to other believers, people that are like-minded, people that can, um, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. And that, um, so true. That is, yeah, so true. You need to talk with other believers that can edify you, uplift you, that can challenge you, um, that are going to say, oh, hey, this doesn't look right. You should fix that mm-hmm. um, because you're going to get more blessing out of out of your life if you are more aligned with God. Or um, also, like, hey, I'm uplifting you in prayer. I'm praying for you and supporting you. And um, I just wanted to encourage you. Like, I, you're doing awesome. I see how you've grown and I'm yeah. so proud of you. Um, both are important. And it's important to have, if you're going, especially if you're struggling, to have somebody that you trust that um, is... Accountability. Yeah, that is strong in their walk. That's important too. Don't go to another baby Christian. <laughs> you need to go to somebody who's solid and who knows what they're talking about. Um, that can help lead you through, guide you through those situations that are normal. Yep, they're normal. Um, just start talking, start praying, start reading the Bible. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's all we have, all yeah. the time we have for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> We're just at the edge of it. It goes by fast. So fast. Um, okay, so we will probably include some resources. I've got a couple resources. I think Darby might have some, too, that will be included in the body of this um, when we post it. So, And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us at addisonswalk at gmail.com. We'll be happy to answer your questions and share any sort of insight that we can. Um, but remember, this is not authority. This is just us sharing our experiences and what's helped us on our walk as right. believers. And how God has moved in our lives. Exactly. All right. So till next time, God bless everyone. Have a good evening.